You're listening to the Seven Ball Breakfast Show with your host, Andy Clark, and his hangers on, Paul Ryan Alcock on 7 FM.
gentlemen, it's time for my favourite fitness programme, The Great British Breakfast. The easy way to start your day. Yes, indeed. We are back, you know. We're back. We're back. I, I, I pressed stop and it's still going. I pressed the wrong type of stop. Yeah. You just had a message in. Who from? Uh, Karen. Your mate Karen, the drinker. The drinker. Oh, Colin. Yeah, yeah. What's she said, Karen? Uh, Good morning. Hope you're all okay after your night out last night and no hangover. Well, love, he never drank. That's why, Karen. Love, I did. Love this song and this one. Oh, brilliant. Oh, Karen, well, I played it for you, Karen. Just for you. I didn't. Yeah, I did. All right, sorry, you did. I wasn't hangover, hungover, hangover, as Andy said, because I drank Coca-Cola. Uh, other beverages are available, but I, I drank soft drinks all night. Soft drinks. I did have a little tiny glass of wine when I got home before I went to bed. Where I drank man beer and uh, regretted it. Copious amounts. Only three points. How is your uh, internal system functioning now? Are Not very right? well, no. Was, um, I must admit, I know when we went over to have a coffee, I thought you'd taken up the cornet. No, I wasn't the cornet, no. <laughs> no, it's uh, the flute. The trombone. <laughs> I'd taken it up the cornet. What's that? <laughs> I didn't say you'd taken it up. I don't find that funny on I this radio show. There's I, no need for that, Paul. Can that. you leave now immediately? I'm gonna, you're, you've just done a fill. I haven't. Yeah. I thought you said you'd done a filth. No, well, I've done a filth. I, do you know, I can't even bother taking the mickey out of Pete. Can you? We did do quite a lot of it last <clears> night. <throat> yeah. We might have peaked. Uh, I could be Pete. You could be one of his famous country stars. Well. Uh, <laughs> not bother, we, yeah. can't be bothered, really. Yeah, I can't. I'm too tired, to be honest. Anyone else we need to have a go at? No. So apparently, uh, Jeremy Clarkson, your friend, is facing a possible police probe in the wake of his attack on one of the Top Gear's producers. 
After punching the innocent bloke with an Irish name, they didn't want to arrest him. They wanted to recruit him. Very true. There you go. <laughs> uh, a poll suggests that 69% of One Direction's fans support Zayn Malik's decision to leave the group. I didn't even know they were popular in Poland. No, nor me. So was that because he wasn't any good then? Well, oh, I don't know. I, they're just one of these bands that grabbed the imagination of teenagers mm-hmm. and uh, made an awful lot of money. I'm not jealous. The Blimmers, blimmers. Says here that Sony's upcoming Smurf movie has been delayed until 2017, mainly because um, it's called The Smurf, and um, one of the uh, Smurfs have hacked into Sony and have um, corrupted all of their databases and changed all the Smurfs to green and blue. So they've decided to... None of this is true, by the way. I thought that it was being delayed because one of the Smurfs had not managed to get their uh, equity licence yet. FT. Equity. Equity. Oh, I'm in equity. Yeah, I know you I are. got an equity I license. I say that. Do you know what my equity name is? Yeah, Clarkers. Isn't that good? Is that right? Yeah. I got invited to go on to a, a, a very famous a medical show to, to uh, do a walk-on part. Embarrassing bodies. No. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen one like this before? No. I've never seen one this small. No. It looks just like a penis, but smaller. <laughs> Can I say that? No. I don't think I can. Just edit that. I'll edit that out and put Willie. Warn and whip. <laughs> <laughs> Laugh, I oh, nearly see it. Oh. You're the boss, isn't it, really? Yeah, it is really, yeah. Because if any of you have If I'd done that, that you'd, you'd have been fired. stomped over here. You you'd would. have pulled the plug out of the wall and Definitely. it'd all been gone dead. Yeah, it would have. None of that. would have none of that type of thing in here. This hazelnut coffee's weird, isn't it? It is. Yeah, it is, isn't it? It tastes of hazelnuts, doesn't it? <laughs> no <laughs> it coffee. It tastes like it's gone off. Do you know, when I was little, mum said, my mum said that you could, um, you could make coffee from dandelions. Oh, here we go. So go you can imagine what I did. Yeah. I went and got a load of dandelions, I put them in the oven and roasted them. See, that that's what I used to do stuff. I used to experiment. I used to cut tadpoles in half and stick them back together. Oh, and they never worked properly. No. I remember cutting the tails off one and then gluing them back together. Like, really? Yeah, I had... thing is, that the fact I say in that now... It's making me cringe. So what was what sort of child was I? Well, it's got worse. You did that with a horse, didn't you, last week? Yeah, it's Cut called... Um, and it back on. Yeah, and that bloke called Mr. McGregor with a leg for an arm and an arm for a leg. You know, remember him? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've never heard of that before. Mr. McGregor, what yeah, was it? Yeah, you remember him with a leg for an arm and an arm for a leg. <laughs> Is that an old child? No, that's like The Simpsons, isn't it? It's Nick. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Hi, Dr. Nick. You know, and he says, oh, Mr. M- is- I'm going to sue you, Mr. Mr. M- was it Mr. No. What's it, Dr. Nick? I'm going to sue you, Dr. Nick. Oh, it's odd, Mr. McClurg here coming in with a leg for an arm and an arm for a leg. <laughs> <laughs> Never story. Seen, I'm surprised I haven't seen that because my son is obsessed with The Simpsons. Excellent. Every, it's on Channel 4, it's on Sky, everything is on <laughs> Sirius Link. <laughs> There's about 80 episodes. Excellent. Even, he puts them on now and even I'm going, George, even I've seen this one before. Ah, homie! And he normally goes, yeah, but it's funny. Back in Diggity 2 and the Kaiser got us. Ah. George likes it when you do Simpsons impressions. Me? Yeah. I'm not very good at it though. Excellent. Well, I think you are. Mm, Homer. Hello, my little fluffy. Come here. <laughs> Wait a minute. Who, who is that young go-getter, Smithers? Uh, it's one of your organ donors, sir, from Sector 7G. Excellent. Have the Rolling Stones killed? Uh, that's the Ramon, sir. I said, have the Rolling Stones killed? Ahoy, hoy. <laughs> that's good. Thank you. And it's good the way you switch the voices. You are Robin Williams. Yes, I am. I, could, I used to be able to do some out of the um, Family Guy as well. I don't know that. Family Guy? No, I don't know what that. Uh, what's the... the s- s- Stewie. Hello, fat boy. So you can do him, but he's a bit like Mr. Me. Burns now. Okay, he was. I thought it was Mr. Burns. And then there's uh, what's the word? Uh, giggity, 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 goo. Hey, Peter, come here. <laughs> oh, Peter. 
No? Okay. Well, well I don't that. watch it. I don't want it. Oh, no, like you've got Karen crawling around your name. Oh, go on. Go on, Karen. Say what, what's Karen saying. Uh, thanks, Andy. I've had no old call since last weekend. Oh, well done, Karen. Catch up with you later. Oh, that's it. Get that in and sign out and don't listen anymore. Yeah. Just so you have the last word. Oh, good. And what would, ra- what would Joe Carroll say to that? Well done, Karen. Come round and let me murder you. <laughs> Actually, I've lost it. But he did sound like Joe Carroll a little bit. So what series is this? This is the following with, um, with that very famous uh, guy in it, uh, Kevin, you know, you know, Kevin. Oh, Kevin. Kevin Bacon. Yeah, that's him, Kevin. You know him? Yeah, Kevin um, Bacon. That's yeah. him. Yeah, you got him. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not, are you, is that the only series <clears throat> you're watching? Because you're normally in something, aren't you? I've got Fortitude, which I haven't watched yet from Thursday. No, me I'm, neither. Uh, I've got to watch Crisis from last night. Never heard of that. Okay, I've got, um, we've got the following on. Never heard of that. Um, I've uh, fraudulently registered a uh, iTunes account in America, and I've now <laughs> downloaded, I've downloaded, I'm going to download the rest of Suits. Okay, I'll watch you, that. You when, when I say fraudulently, I mean I haven't really. Yeah. Can you? Because my Swedish teacher's got himself a Swedish IP. Is that illegal as well? So he can watch Swedish TV? No, that's fine. Can so do it's that. all illegal, yeah. All right, okay, that's fair. It's IPR, isn't it? They, you can't. They own the rights only in the countries that they own the rights. Oh. If that makes sense? Yeah. No, not really. No. Time for a song. Another one. Another one, yeah, we do that. So we're going to play a bit of Hall & Oates, because that begins with H. Is it the one that goes, oh, here she comes? Yes, it is. It is that one. She'll chew you up. Oh, get in there. Nice bit of bass there, Paulie boy. Yeah. Is that bass out of tune, like the one out of Do or Die? Bum, bum, bum. The Human League song where I played the uh, (laughs) 12-inch instrumental version instead, by accident. I like that. This is a bit of Hall & Oates, and he's a man-eater. Certainly is. He is, but literally. No speaking, Voice coming out. Right. Oh no, it's not. This is a bit longer. Yeah. We talk, we talk this Karen. is probably instrumental she's as well. A manager, Karen's a manager. Karen's a manager. Yeah, she, oh, great. I want to meet her. Yeah, she's not. She's still listening. Don't okay. say anything rude. Uh, okay. Stop. Yeah, I think it's this going might, on a bit longer. Isn't it? I've got a feeling this might. <laughs> what's going on today? <laughs> this, they better start singing now. We're going to crash the vocals, are we? Again? Here we go. No. There we go.
<laughs> not playing that again. <laughs> You're still on normal. Yeah, you know me. I can't. Oh. I, I forget how to go on normal. Um, so I just asked you a question, and the answer was no. Okay, well, that's good. That's emphatically the right... so. That's the right answer, even with a bag on his head. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly as well. Uh, just is it just me, or does anyone else think that um, Zayn Malik's accountant will be crying more than his fans? Do you think, mate? I have no idea. I uh, think it's just you. And apparently, uh, get some news for Jeremy Clarkson. A P forty five is not a new make of Jaguar. <laughs> it's true. It's I true. Like that. And on that bombshell. Tonight on the Top Gear, I could be the new Top Gear present. Me and you could do it. Oh, yeah. Why don't we put ourselves forward? Do it. Because yeah. I always ridicule you because the way you look yeah, and act and behave, especially yeah, in them. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we could do it together. It'd be great, wouldn't it? We We'd could be get, up for that. Who could we? And you know the other person who'd have to join us? Who? Pete. <laughs> he'd, he'd have to be our, our token person that we can be horrible to. Why don't we just do our own version of it and stick it on YouTube? Well, like, like Rainbow did. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to tweet that out today and say, who needs Jeremy Clarkson, Richard May, when, when Rainbow have done a brilliant... I think he might have played it slightly too loud, though. Some people under the table looked over last Did night. Did they? <laughs> no. Especially when he said, Oh, yeah, the other thing is, it's flipping fast. <laughs> <laughs> have you got to shoot off after this? You have, haven't you? Uh, relatively quickly. You need to watch it with me. I need to... I, well, I'm supposed to be going for a run. It's absolutely the last thing on this planet Why I want to do. What's the thing? Why are you doing it? Uh, a couple of reasons. Hey, I'm fat. Um, I'm fat? Uh, well, I've got the half marathon coming up. I'm not soon. I need to get my miles in. A friend of mine did the Reading one last week. Did it in 157 something. He was... <laughs> <laughs> he was uh, really pleased with that. 157? I don't know. I've, done, I've only done two. 153, I did. That's not really that fast. It's uphill, though, over a mountain. Yeah, that's mine was as well. All uphill, the whole yeah. circuit. Yeah, and you just get no going out. Yeah. yeah, there's no oh. downhill at all. Yeah. True story. Oh, it's <laughs> um, 47-year-old Steve Easterbrook has become the first Brit to cross the pond and take over as chief executive of McDonald's in America. Wow. So with a Brit in charge of the massive fast food firm, what changes can we expect to see here? So there's, there's some ideas that I came up with. Okay. And, and feel free to not interrupt at all. all. Right, I won't because I, won't, I can't find it. So maybe you can do the one after the other one. So uh, instead of saying uh, have a nice day to customers, customers will say, say, there you go, God, I hate my job. Is it time to go yet? Oh, I see. And then French fries, uh, they could be renamed uh, Weedy Chips because that's what they are. Yeah, customers will be ordered to queue properly like Brits and McDonald's outlets and not just crowd around the counters like they do at the moment. <laughs> and uh, with a Brit in charge, the Big Mac recipe will be changed, won't it, to make it even more bland, uh, which I know is hard, but they'll probably do it by removing the flavoursome gherkins. Oh, indeed. And the term go large will be dropped because all Brits think Americans are already large. He'll replace it with go larger. Oh, I like that. And about the fillet of fish, we yes. can replace that with the uh, fat fish finger with knobs on. Because <laughs> that's what it is. Uh, the MC prefix on all their meals like McNugget and so on will be dropped because the new boss is English and is suspicious of any food that sounds Scottish. Absolutely. And you'll have to wait 15 minutes for everything you've ordered before it's handed you by a surly looking bloke with spots who ends up giving you the wrong meal. Because <laughs> that's the British way. It is. Say that in an Al Murray voice. Because yeah. that's the British way. It is. It is. <laughs> there we go. Indeed. Because <sighs> that's what it is. That's what will happen. You know it will. Fruit pastry for the ladies. Yes. Is that him? Yeah, that's him. Good. <laughs> uh, Beyonce is wanted to star in Bradley Cooper's directional uh, di- directoral debut. Yeah, did you know that? Direct- Ed Sheeran has confirmed he split with Athena and Brelos. Is that a woman? Sounds like it. It's not his record label, is it called Athena? I don't think so. Okay. 
Yeah, all right, we'll give him that. Okay. And, uh, yeah, man who crashed into Jennifer Lopez's Rolls-Royce last September has pleaded no... Last September... Last what, sorry? What was that? Has pleaded no contest to drink driving. Does that mean he did it? I if don't he know. I, no contest? I, I don't know. I don't have no idea. It's American made-up stuff, isn't it? Oh, yeah. It's been 16 years, but Leftfield are finally returning with a third album entitled Alternative Light Source, featuring a variety of collaborations. Oh, and then our mate Liam... Oh. ...has reached a child support settlement... With the mother of his love child. Whoa, indeed. Have and Lewis loved children. Uh, only 12. Okay. 12. Uh, Lewis Tomlinson has pr- uh, praised the One Direction fans for helping him through a crazy couple of days. There we go. Okay. Can I just do the Madonna ones? Yep, well? yep, yep. So her obnoxious, in quotes, entourage made the atmosphere go, made the atmosphere on. Oh, sorry. On the Ellen DeGeneres show. Oh, here really we go. awkward. I know. It's these new glasses. Megan Trainer is hoping to help empower women with curbs by partnering with full beauty brands for a series of fashion and lifestyle projects. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. We keep it going? Yeah. Miley Cyrus shared a gruesome picture of her extracted teeth laid on a table wow. on Instagram before adding a selfie, which showed her tucked up in bed in a hooded jumper recovering. Crazy, crazy woman. Uh, Morrissey pulled out of an interview on Alan Carr Chatty Man just hours before taping was due to begin on Wednesday as transport issues stopped him from travelling from Belfast to London time for filming. Oh, absolutely. I did this one, but I have no clue what it means. Nay Yo wants to work with Adele and Sam Smith. Uh, Ollie Mers ran into a TV studio to get a picture with Russell Crowe, only to discover the actor had pre-recorded his interview. <laughs> and Pitbull, that's the artist, not the dog, has yes. landed his own satellite radio channel. Excellent. And Rochelle Humes wants to design a maternity line. And Gene Simmons, oh. the legend, has accused you two of the Rolling Stones of relying heavily on backing tracks at their gigs. Naughty. Naughty. V- naughty all very, very naughty. naughty. <laughs> Indeed, we're like, we're on fire. See how much slick around with some glasses on. Uh, Exactly, and they look lovely as well. They do. Uh, maybe during this song, which um, I look like a some sort of nightmarish librarian. Yeah, yeah and that as well. Exactly. Yeah. Um, another song that we're going to play now. This is from a band called Hot Gossip. <gasps> didn't, oh, didn't Hot Gossip? Sarah Brightman. Yeah, Hot Gossip. Well, they weren't the ones that went on to become um, Clout, were they? Who? Clout. What? <laughs> C L O U T. See, I'm I'll be a substitute. Da, na, na, da, na, whenever I want you. Ooh. It's going to be a big challenge, and I'm not going to want to do it, but I'll research hot gossip on the internet for if you. you could, and please. see what I can find. It wouldn't hurt you, would it? Ooh, so, what's this one then? Oh, some of the bait spaceships or thingies. Roger, Roger, Niner, Niner. Okay, what's our tea kettle barbecue over? <laughs> what's our vector, Victor? Do we have clearance, Clarence? Roger, Roger. <laughs> I have no idea. Okay. Z- 99 or 0, Roger. Roger the Dodger, Roger. A bit of 70s disco now. Oh, go on. Sorry, you speak. I, f- I take my headphones off.
Oh, that's a great song, isn't it? Don't you think? It's dated. It takes me back a bit now. It's got a 70s feel to it. Of course, it wasn't. It was Starship was the name of the one that went from Clout to Starship. Ah. So I've done some research, tough though that was. So they were No, they didn't. Go se- on. 74 to 86, British dance troupe. Troupe? Troupe. <laughs> that's like a, a hairy dance. Uh, who made television appearances uh, originally in Kenny Everett show. Not from Top of the Pops, then. I can't see anything to do with them being on Top of the Pops. How bizarre. So I don't think they were. Well, there you go. Kenny Everett Video Show. So that was their kind of big hit, wasn't it? Yeah, it's very good. It's very good. That's right. Yeah, I like that. Anytime. What, uh, I wonder what Pete thought thinks about it. Pete, what, uh, what do you think about it, mate? Let us know. Red, red sauce on mine, cheers. Yeah. Thanks. Okay, you freak. <laughs> <laughs> Bacon. <laughs> bacon. Give him bacon. Um, I think it's time we did our interesting fact, actually. Really? Um, yeah, putting collies on the curriculum to get kids to eat more veg. Are you a collies person? Are you a veg person? Are you a brackets person, Paul? I um, I sort of am. I can only... I do eat cauliflower, but you know what I do with it? They make you whiff waff, don't they? Terrible. I, I steam it. Yeah. Oh, right. And then I put some butter with it, and oh. then I mash it up, and I have it instead of mashed potato. Oh, what a good idea. So Karen does that. She puts um, swede... And stuff like that, and we have um, we have that yellow mashed potato from Tesco's. It's really nice, creamy. Yellow mashed potato. Yeah, it's not green. It's not collies actually. If you're on a healthy, low carb or gluten free diet, then you're probably already familiar with the health and taste benefits of cauliflower, roasted raw or made into rice. It's been identified as one of the current big food trends. But now there's a call to put cauliflower on the curriculum in the southwest so that children learn to love collies and other brassicas like broccoli and swede at a very early age. Yes, according to research published by the Brassica Growers Association, more than 75% of people say they think children should be taught more in schools about brassica vegetables and how to use them. Why is it so important to eat your greens? What is a brassica? How popular are your brassicas? We've got the wrong way around now. Yes. How important is it to get children? children at an early age to eat brassicas. We have so much choice. With imported vegetables, how does it affect the popularity of brassicas? And why has cauliflower become so popular recently? Well, I don't know, but Matthew Rawson, chairman of the Brassica Growers Association, does. Let's hear what he's got to say, Paul. All right. Music, news and information for South Gloucester. Show me. 7FM. Hi, I'm Matthew Rawson. I'm the chairman of the Brassica Growers Association. Uh, I'm Aaron Craze. Uh, I'm a chef and one of Jamie Oliver's protégés. And we're here today to discuss the Love Your Green campaign, which is to raise the profile of our brassica vegetables. The word brassica describes the family of vegetables, which are Brussels sprouts, cauliflower, kale, broccoli, swede, cabbages, so many good nutritional green vegetables. We found with the work we've undertaken as the Brassica Growers Association, 75% of people think that children should be taught more in schools about brassica vegetables and how to use them and vegetables in general. 5% of parents confess that their children never eat their greens. So Love Your Greens is the promotional campaign that we're using as the Brassica Growers Association. Tragically, brassicas are in decline and it's all just about raising the profile of the crops we grow, how simple they are to use, how nutritional they are and just trying to uh, reconnect again with, with younger generations. You know, kids are growing so they're growing physically um you know they grow emotionally but you know they really to grow well and to be strong they need to eat the right things and you know i believe that you know 
eighty percent of of your growth is to do with um, and intelligence is to do with what you eat. Really, do you know what I mean? You are what you eat. So, you know, vegetables, brassica veg- vegetables in particular, um, have got so much calcium, iron. Do you know what I mean? There's a lot of strength there. It's also you know prevents a lot of um, you know serious illnesses and stuff like that. So we need to start pushing the brassica veg- vegetables and just sort of say look they are fun you can get creative they're versatile they're really good for you and you need them you do need them as a chef you get you know you're creative children are creative um and you know with children if you if you're making if you get them to make something like say for instance you make them i don't know cauliflower cheese them they're more reluctant to eat it because you've made it for them. If they're getting involved and they make it, once it's baked and cooked, they're like, they want to be the first one to eat it because they done it. Do you know what I mean? So it is getting, it's, it's getting them to, in, to interact and take part in sort of the whole process. Do you know what I mean? And uh, and I think that, that that's the thing with children. It's a, a lot... A lot to do with psychology with children, and you're not you're not fooling them into it, but you sort of are in a good way for their for their benefit. Do you know what I mean? So it's getting them involved, and you know, teaching them that there's more things you can do. You can even make desserts with with um, brassica vegetables. So you know what I mean? <laughs> Kale shakes, um, you know, cauliflower ice cream, cauliflower creme brulee. There's there's so much you can do. The tuck in competition is. It's an opportunity for you to um, get creative, create like a nice, healthy, exciting um, dish with a brassica vegetable. The top thirty runners up will, you know, get a chance to be in, in in the in the cookbook that's coming out. That's quite exciting. You know, get your get your recipe into a cookbook. You can make cakes. You can make soups. Even lovely soups with with um cabbages you know there's different types so many different types of cabbages like sweetheart cabbages and do you know I mean? so many different types and varieties of them um to get involved in and and it's it's being creative that's the main thing do you know what i mean it's it's all about being creative and that's why i'm here if you check out the website you'll you'll see that one cabbage yeah i mean look at charlie in the chocolate factory he lived off cabbage he's running he's, he's running his own he's running his own chocolate factory now Charlie, do you know what I mean? That's that, the dream. That that is what that's what it's done to him. His brains have just grown from that from the cabbage. With all the imported vegetables that are available and and that come in into the country, the 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 new vegetables, if you like, are there because people want them. So that challenges us as growers to um, to look for new varieties, to to focus on nutrition, to focus on on health, to focus on sweetness, to focus on taste. Uh, we can either sit back and sort of watch our industry brassicas go into decline or we can fight. We can think out of the box um, and create and work with sea companies and create beautiful new produce and uh, like do what we're discussing here today, work with raise the profile, work with great chefs, get the message out there. That's what we do. For more information on the Love Your Green campaign, search for www.loveyourgreens.co.uk. And also find us on Twitter and Facebook. Are you going to get a bacon on or what? Music and news for Sad Gloucester. 7FM. Apologies for that. That uh, just never is. He can't help it, can he? <laughs> he oh. can't help it at all. 
Well, thanks for playing that. I was feeling a bit dozy before you put that on, and that's really perked me up. Yeah, thanks. That's my pleasure. I do try and please. I'm going to fight for me, Brassicus. 25 minutes later, I get dressed and try again. <laughs> What's that? I said I should certainly fight for me, Brassicus. What's the matter? Stick with my finger. How do you do that? I hit it on the there. electric shock. No, 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 no. Right. No, no. Uh, ten, well, actually, 13 things you didn't know this time last week. Over half of parents now believe that it's acceptable for children to miss school in order to get a better holiday deal. Absolutely. Don't point at me. Almost I'm not a third of the page. world's top 100 richest people have no degree whatsoever. No, neither have I. 7% of us can't snap our fingers. Are we on to world quickies? No. <sighs> a league table of the unhealthiest high streets has named Preston as the UK's worst offender. Ch- Cheltenham's right up there, isn't it? It's page one of the 15. Top 10. Thank you. 13. It's like batting with a monkey strapped on your back. Ah, yeah. Number five. Uh, 41% of of women have a favourite side of their face. I love that. Have they got a favourite side of your face, like (laughs) the back of it? the back, yeah. (laughs) Go on, do another, because you... Uh, An app's been released to stop you using your phone when you've had too many. That's as good. And end up calling and texting people you shouldn't. Have you ever done that? Yeah, no. Well, don't do it again. Never, ever, ever. Sorry about that picture. Okay. Was it... Was it, um... No, it wasn't, was uh, it? It was no. a brassica. Okay. <laughs> okay, that's good, because I thought it was a, a sort of pork-related... Um, anyway, Six of Men... Six, six of Men. That'd be a great name for a band. Brilliant, that's good. Six of Men. Six percent of men have painted their fingernails. Well, there's two of us in here, so that means you must have done, because I haven't. No, exactly. Not have you me. done yours? Oh, what do you mean, have I done mine? Look. Oh, yeah. I bite mine. Oh. And all my fingers are the same length on that hand. Oh, my God. And I've got a funny thumb. Yeah, that's not your thumb. Okay. Uh, yeah, you have, you? <laughs> no, no. Uh, the next series of Downton Abbey will be the last. Woohoo! Yes. A power nap lasting around 45 minutes can improve your memory live fold. Fivefold. What? I can't read. Didn't improve your eyes, though. Saying I don't need glasses on, <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah. Go on. Uh, one in four primary school age children have seen upsetting material online. Ryanair are ditching their trumpet sound they play when they land on time. <laughs> as customers hate it. I thought they only, I'd only been on one flight and they did that, and I thought it was because we'd had a bit of a rough flight and they were just glad to be down. <laughs> they landed correctly, yeah. not upside down. Uh, anyway, David Beckham lets Victoria dress him 99% of the time. And 85% of Brits can pinpoint where Sheffield is on a UK map. Can't. I was I just thinking then, do I correct that or not? 85% of Brits can't pinpoint where Sheffield is no. on the UK map, nor can I. No. I can't, I can't do Gloucester, I can't do Bristol. Can't you? Of course I can. It's right. the, where it, just where the... Seven. It all comes together. Yeah. Absolutely. That's what it's called, the... Is that, yeah. Yeah. Oh. A true, true story. story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Weird, um, or two sweet pet names are you or someone you know guilty. This is my cat, Mr. Fluff Butter Tinkle Toes. Oh, dear. Where, where are you on now? I don't know. Joe Brand joined Twitter yesterday. Her first name was Hello, the Twitter. Uh, I am Joe Brand. Who's your favourite person to follow on Twitter of late, and why? Um, oh, I don't know. I don't use Twitter a lot. So there's no more Top Gear, ever. Does that mean the fastest celeb around the track will for- forever be Ollie Murs? I'm not sure how I feel about that, Paul. How, oh, how do yeah. you feel about that? Is that the star in a reasonably priced car or yeah. something they do? Yeah, exactly. Never mind Jeremy Clarkson or someone leaving One Direction. The big showbiz news of the week is the next series of Downton Abbey will be the last. What's your big news of the week, Paul? I, Which, in your home, trumps all three? I What's happened to your week? In, in your week? I don't know. I, where, where have you turned three pages? What have page you done? Page Hang on, we were on page 15 a minute ago. We were backwards. backwards. I just turned it over, that's all. It's just simple, Paul. Simple. Where are you now? Oh, never mind Jeremy Clarkson. We've done that one. I'm lost. Oh, don't worry. 
Oh, I got it. Yeah, what, that one there. A this couple, is where a couple of you met playing first, golf. Hang on, let's just sit down, Paul. Sit down, have a, have a... Yes, it. Yeah. You're stressing me out here. Okay. A couple of you met playing a golfing game on the Xbox have just celebrated <gasps> 10 years together after she moved 3,000 miles from Wales Isn't to be it? with him in America. Did you meet your partner in unusual circumstances, Andy? Yeah, I met her in a zoo. Uh, we, I was drunk, I was laying down in my own sick, and uh, Karen came along to um, feed the pigeons. Which enclosure were you in? Uh, it was the uh, monkey enclosure, that's and Karen uh, is a monkey, so um, that's why. <laughs> Surprise, she was feeding the pigeons at the time. <laughs> it's a true story. Absolutely. Would you like me to do the last one now? I've found the page. I don't know, go on then. When did you, oh, I know the answer to this. When did you last get hot-headed behind the wheel? Oh, do you know, I thought I said hot-rodded. <laughs> <laughs> That's I remember fast, that. Fast car. Yeah. Insurers say incidents of road rage have risen by nearly 60% in the last three years. What are some of the worst examples you've seen? What did you call me? <laughs> um, you got road rage last night and you weren't even driving. Because that oh, bloke put his lights on full at I, me. I, yeah, I did, didn't I? I started, yeah. started taking over, didn't I? You did, you did your usual thing, reaching over, trying to put my... You, you were trying to put my lights on full. I was. To dazzle him. Yeah, I was, to I teach him a lesson. You used to do some terrible things when I was driving. Remember that time when I was driving and I took my steering wheel off and gave it you? Yeah, that, that was, was funny. One. That was terrible. That was really good, though, because the people in the back didn't... They started screaming, didn't they? No, no, I was screaming. I was in the passenger seat. I know, you were passenging. Like, would you like another little list of things that you might have used to do that you've forgotten about? Go on, then. So one thing you used to do was beat my horn a lot. Oh, yeah. Especially if an old bloke was kind of trying to cross the road and I'd waited. You'd lean over the passenger seat and you'd go, beep! That would really cheese him off because they thought it was me and I'm sat there like... <laughs> <laughs> so you used to do that quite a lot. You oh, used and to, um, stick my fingers through as well, yeah. the car next door. Yeah, you used to do that. You'd take it out of gear when you were driving and put it in neutral. That's so it. the engine would just go... <laughs> <laughs> Keep um, going. What else did you used to do? Uh, so that I, I kind of took this on and, and did the same sort of thing. So one thing I did... Yeah, if you remember my friend John from years ago, took ages to do everything. He was going to put petrol in, got out of the car. You might have done this to me. Faffing about for ten minutes, faffing, pressing buttons. By the time he'd done that, I'd taken the handbrake off and rolled the car back six feet. That's it. At which point the, the hose wouldn't, wouldn't reach. reach the car. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had to yeah. go and put it back in the thing, get yeah, back in the car, it. drive it forward. Yeah. So that went down well. Yeah, that was a good one. Um, and then the old one we used to say about where you'd bang your foot on the brake... And thump the door yeah. and pretend someone had gone into you. That's right. That worked quite well. I did well. that with Steve Durham once and he, he, I let my foot off the clutch as I did it. I went, cool. I looked in the mirror and I went, cool, that bloke's coming out really fast. He ain't going to stop. And then as I did that, I banged the door and just let my foot off the clutch and the car just <laughs> rolled forward. And he got out to have a go at the bloke behind. I went, what are you doing? <laughs> Get back in. Uh, you're a little rascal. Oh, we used to really? laugh. Didn't we? Remember we yeah. used to laugh like that? Yeah. It's a long time ago. Long Don't time ago. No. Time for a song. Wow. Um, it is, because we've had quite a happy hour, haven't we, for the last sort of hour? Do I've you think? woken up a bit now. You yeah. have. You're not so boring yeah, anymore. No, it's exactly. coming to. Time for this, then. A bit of House Martins and happy hour, because that's where me and Paul are. Isn't that true, Paul? Indeed. Exactly. What a good place to be Don't believe it All the minds 
what a good place to be. Don't believe us. Good place to be. Don't believe I speak a different language and it's never really happened to me. Don't believe I hold on, cause it's never something happened to me. Don't believe I, don't believe I, don't believe I, There you go. We've done a bit of a song now. We're going to do another song now. This one is Harold Melvin. Do you remember that, Paulie boy? No. You do. Go on, then. You remember this? I don't recognise this, actually. You do. You recognise it. It's coming up. It's coming up. Don't leave me this way. Oh, yeah. It sounds like a woman, though, doesn't he? Yeah, I know this song. You do know it? How, how well do you know it, Paul? Let's go to 1 to 12. 13. There you go. We'll be back after this and we're going to do the front pages, so hold your horses and have a cup of coffee while this is on. Don't leave me this way I can't survive I can't stay alive Without your love Don't leave me this way No I can't exist Away. Yeah. A broken 
www.7fm.com to get the latest news, local sport, and brand new music. Yeah, I don't actually, because they're, they're on there. No, I don't know why I bother. It's a stupid Waste jingle. Time. Don't really like it. Yep. Yeah, well, that's it, innit? What time it is now? No. It's time that we did the news. What's going on? I just played two bits of music oh. for a laugh. <laughs> just to see what would happen. And it did. Whatever happened, happened. Let's do the news. What's that? I don't know. <laughs> what sort of, that is some rubbish accent. Let's do the news. What is that? I don't know. Stop it now. I think I might be Irish, but I'm not sure. You're not Irish. Do you not sure? No. No. I think you're sound Indian. I might do. Okay. So today, newspapers headlines, German wings crash, co-pilot ill, yet allowed to fly. Papers continue to puzzle over the state of mind over Andreas Lubitz, the co-pilot believed to have brought down a German wings plane over the French Alps on Tuesday. The Guardian is among those leading on the story, visiting a Burger King restaurant in Montebur, Western Germany, where the manager says Mr Lubitz was a dependable employee, earning £290 a month before quitting to join Lufthansa. When the flyer had reappeared in 2009, the fast food boss asked how things were going. To be told, too much stress, I'm going to take a break. According to the Daily Mirror, the discovery of torn up sick notes signed by two separate doctors covering the day the plane crashed suggests Mr. Lubitz kept a deadly secret. It ventures he never told his superiors that he'd been deemed unfit to fly as he feared he would be stripped of his pilot's license. The Times hears from psychologists who suggest Mr. Lubitz may have thought about his actions beforehand. One says if he is a mass killer who has thought about doing this, he may have rehearsed it in his mind, even possibly practicing on a home flight simulator. Despite this, says the Telegraph, Telegraph, Telegraph what? the co-pilot went on a spending spree and bought a pair of performance sports cars in the days before he caused one of the worst air disasters in living memory. The Daily Express says the captain on flight 4U9525 used an axe from the plane's safety equipment to try to smash down the cockpit door from the inside, locked by the inside by Mr Lubitz, while his senior had gone to the toilet. The Daily Mail says he used a crowbar as the axe would have been in the cockpit, but whatever the instrument, his efforts were to no avail. This isn't the first case of a reinforced cabin door installed to project, prevent hijackings, keeping the good guys out, according to the independent Simon Calder. However, two previous incidents involving a rogue pilot may have been overlooked because they both involved African airlines. He adds, and that is your newspapers today on 7FM. It's Saturday, the 28th of March. It's 9.56. This is 7FM. We don't get done by the BBC for using their uh, copyright material. No, we won't. Do you don't think? It's not BBC, it's a piece of music, isn't it? Uh, well, let's write some music. Okay, well, let's do it. I tried to rip that off and find it uh, the other, last week when I did my show, and I ended up doing some 1920s BBC <laughs> newsreel that was... Right, it's coming to the end of the show, Paul, so get out. All right, bye. Bye. See what I did there? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's very good. Uh, we just had a message from Dr. Phil. By the way, 28th of the March, Radio Caroline started broadcasting from the former Danish ferry Frederica, Fredericia, in the North Sea. That was 1964. We weren't even born then. No. Phil was 28, I think, wasn't he? Yeah, at least. Um, unfortunately, I can't read the rest because I've got to unlock my iPhonings. It says here that was uh, in the North Sea off the coast of England. Wow. Thanks, Phil. And thanks for great... I really enjoyed Phil's... I know you've said he's boring and you don't like him. <laughs> and he smells of irony. Um, but I think he's great and I love him in ways he would understand. But anyway, it's time to go. It is. So we're going to go out with a bit of Happy Mondays and Kinky Afro. Do you like Brilliant. that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, good I've song. got one. You have indeed. Yeah. This is me saying goodbye. This is him saying goodbye. And this is you saying hello, I love you. Hello. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.
Taskmaster and around the world. You're listening to the Seven Ball Breakfast Show with your host, Andy Clark, and his hangers on, Paul Ryan Alcock, on 7 FM. Yeah. 
Gentlemen, it's time for my favorite fitness program, The Great British Breakfast. The easy way to start your day. Yes, indeed. We are back, you know. We're back. We're back. I, I, I pressed stop and it's still going because I pressed oh, the you? wrong type of stop. Yeah. You just had a message in. Who from? Uh, Karen. Your mate, Karen, the drinker. The drinker. Why I'll call it. Yeah, I'll yeah. What's she said, Karen? Uh, good morning. Hope you're all okay after your night out last night and no hangover. Well, love, he never drank. That's why, Karen. Love, I did. Love this song and this one. Oh, brilliant. Oh, Karen, well, I played it for you, Karen. Just for you. I didn't. 
Yeah, I did. All right, sorry, you did. I wasn't hangover, hungover, hangover, as Andy said, because I drank Coca-Cola. Uh, other beverages are available, but I, d- I drank soft drinks all night. Soft drinks. I did have a little tiny glass of wine when I got home before I went to bed. Where I drank man beer and uh, regretted it. Copious amounts. Only three points. How is your uh, internal system functioning now? Are Not very right? well, no. Was, um, I must admit, I know when we went over to have a coffee, I thought you'd taken up the cornet. No, I wasn't the cornet, no. <laughs> No, it's uh, the flute. <laughs> Trombone. I taken it up the corner. What's that? <laughs> I didn't say you. I don't it find up. that funny on I this radio show. There's I no need for that. Paul. Can that. you leave now immediately? I'm gonna, you're, you've just done a fill. I haven't. Yeah. I thought you said you'd done a filth. No, well, I've done a fill. I, do you know? I can't even bother taking the Mickey out, of Pete. Can you? We did do quite a lot of it <clears> last <throat> night. Yeah. We might have Pete. Uh, I could be Pete. You could be one of his famous country stars. Well, it's uh, <laughs> not bothering you. Yeah. Can't be bothered, really. Yeah, I can't. I'm too tired, to be honest. Anyone else we need to have a go at? No. So apparently, uh, Jeremy Clarkson, your friend, is facing a possible police probe in the wake of his attack on one of the Top Gear's producers. After punching an innocent bloke with an Irish name, they didn't want to arrest him. They wanted to recruit him. Very true. There you go. <laughs> uh, a poll suggests that 69% of One Direction's fans support Zayn Malik's decision to leave the group. I didn't even know they were popular in Poland. No, nor me. So was that because he wasn't any good then? Well, oh, I don't know. I, they're just one of these bands that grabbed the imagination of teenagers mm-hmm. and uh, made an awful lot of money. I'm not jealous. The Blimmers. Blimmers. says here that Sony's upcoming Smurf movie has been delayed until 2017, mainly because um, it's called The Smurf, and um, one of the uh, Smurfs have hacked into Sony and have oh, um, no. corrupted all of their databases and changed all the Smurfs to green and oh, blue. Oh, no. So they've decided to... De- that's, none of this is true, by the way. I thought that it was being delayed because one of the Smurfs had not managed to get their uh, equity licence yet. FT? Equity. Equity. Oh, I'm in equity. Yeah, I know you I are. got an equity licence. say that. Do you know what my equity name is? Yeah, Clarkers. Isn't that good? Is that right? Yeah. I got invited to go on to a, a, a very famous a medical show to, to uh, do a walk-on part. Embarrassing bodies. No. <laughs> Have you seen one like this before? No, I've never seen one this small. No. It looks just like a penis, but smaller. <laughs> can I say that? No. I don't think I can. Just edit that. I'll edit that out and put Willie. Worn and whip. <laughs> <laughs> Laugh, oh, I nearly see it. Oh. You're the boss, isn't it, really? Yeah, it is really, yeah. Because if any of you have If I'd done that, that you'd have been fired. stomped over here. You'd you would. have pulled the plug out of the wall and it'd all been gone dead. Yeah, it would have. None of that, would have none of that type of thing in here. This hazelnut coffee's weird, isn't it? It is. Yeah, it is, isn't it? It tastes of hazelnuts, doesn't it? No <laughs> it coffee. It tastes like it's gone off. Do you know, when I was little, mum said, my mum said that you could um, you could make coffee from dandelions. Oh, here we go. So go you can imagine what I did. Yeah. I went and got a load of dandelions, I put them in the oven and roasted them. See, that that's what I used to do stuff. I used to experiment. I used to cut tadpoles in half and stick them back together. Oh, and they never worked properly. No. I remember cutting the tails off one and then gluing them back together. Oh, really? Yeah, I had... thing is, that the fact I'm saying that now, it's making me cringe. So what was what sort of child was I? Well, it's got worse. You did that with a horse, didn't you, last week? Yeah, cut it's called... Um, and it back yeah, and that bloke called Mr. McGreg with a leg for an arm and an arm for a leg. You know, remember him? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've never heard of that before. Mr. McGreg, what yeah, was it? Yeah, you remember him. With a leg for an arm and an arm for a leg. Is that an old child? No, that's like The Simpsons, isn't it? It's Nick. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Hi, Dr. Nick. You know, and he says, oh, Mr. Mc... I'm going to sue you, Mr. 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 Was it Mr. No. What's it? Dr. Nick. I'm going to sue you, Dr. Nick. Oh, it's odd Mr. McGreg here coming in with a leg for an arm and an arm for a leg. <laughs> 
Never seen, I'm surprised you haven't seen that because my son is obsessed with The Simpsons. Excellent. Every it's on Channel Four. It's on Sky. Everything is on <laughs> Serious <laughs> Link. <laughs> There's about eighty episodes. Excellent. And even he puts them on now, and even I'm going, George. Even I've seen this one before. Ha, homie. And he normally goes, Yeah, but it's funny. Back in Diggity Two, and the Kaiser got us. Yeah. George likes it when you do Simpsons impressions. Me? Yeah. I'm not very good at it though. Excellent. Well, I think you are. Mm, Homer. Hello, my little fluffy. Come here. <laughs> Wait a minute. Who, who is that young go-getter, Smithers? Uh, it's one of your organ donors, sir, from Sector 7G. Excellent. Have the Rolling Stones killed? Uh, that's the Ramon, sir. I said, have the Rolling Stones killed? Ahoy, hoy. <laughs> that's good. Thank you. And it's good the way you switch the voices. You are Robin Williams. Yes, I am. I, c- I used to be able to do some out of the um, Family Guy as well. Family Guy? What's the... Stewie. Hello, fat boy. So you can do him, but he's a bit like Mr. Me. Burns now. Okay, it was. But I thought it was Mr. Burns. And then there's uh, what's the way? Giggity 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 goo. Hey Peter, come here. <laughs> oh Peter. No, okay. Well, we'll I don't that. watch it. I don't want it. Oh no, look, you've got Karen crawling around, you know. Oh, go on, go on, Karen. Say what, what's Karen saying? Uh, thanks, Andy. I've had no alcohol since last weekend. Oh, well done, Karen. Catch up with you later. Oh, that's it. Get that in and sign out and don't listen anymore. Yeah. Just so you have the last word. Oh, good. And what would ra- what would Joe Carroll say to that? Well done, Karen. Come round and let me murder you. <laughs> Actually, I've lost it, but he did sound like Joe Carroll a little bit. So, what series is this? This is the following with um. With that very famous uh, guy in it, uh, Kevin, you know, you know, Kevin. Oh, Kevin. Kevin Bacon. Yeah, that's him, Kevin. You know him? Yeah, Kevin um, Bacon. That's oh. him. Yeah, you got him. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not, are you, is that the only series <clears throat> you're watching? Because you're normally in something, aren't you? I've got Fortitude, which I haven't watched yet from Thursday. No, me I'm, neither. Uh, I've got to watch Crisis from last night. Never heard of that. Okay, I've got, um, we've got the following on. Never heard of that. Um, I've uh, fraudulently registered a uh, iTunes account in America, and I've now <laughs> downloaded. I've downloaded. I'm going to download the rest of Suits. Okay, and watch you, that. You when, when I say fraudulently, I mean I haven't really. Yeah. Can you? Because my Swedish teacher's got himself a Swedish IP. Is that illegal as well? So he can watch Swedish TV. No, that's fine. You can so do that. All illegal. Yeah. All right. Okay. That's fair. It's right. IPR, isn't it? They, they, you can't. They own the rights in, only in the countries that they own the rights. Oh. If that makes sense. Yeah. No. Not really. No. Time for a song. Another one. Another one. Yeah, we do that. So we're going to play a bit of Hall and Oates because that begins with H. Is it the one that goes? Oh, here she comes. Yes, it is. It now, is that one. She'll chew you up. Oh, get in. Nice there. bit of bass there, Paulie boy. Yeah. Is that bass out of tune? Like the one out of Do or Die? Bum bum bum. The Human League song where I played the 12-inch uh, instrumental <laughs> version instead by accident. I like that. This is a bit of Hall and Oates, and he's a man-eater. Certainly is. He is, but literally. No speaking, his voice is coming out. All right. Oh, no, it's not. It's a bit longer. Yeah. This is probably instrumental she's as well. She's a man-eater. Karen's a man-eater. Karen's a man-eater, yeah, she? Oh, great. I want to meet her. Yeah, she's, not, she's still listening. Don't okay. say anything rude. Okay. Stop. Yeah, I think it's this going might, on a bit longer, isn't it? I've got a feeling this might... <laughs> what's going on today? <laughs> this, they better start singing now. We're going to crash the vocals, are we, again? Here we go. No. There we go.
Stop playing that again. <laughs> You're still on normal. Yeah, you know me. I can't. Oh. I, I forget how to go on normal. Um, so I just asked you a question, and the answer was no. Okay, well, that's good. That's emphatically the right... so. That's the right answer, even with a bag on his head. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly as well. Uh, just is it just me, or does anyone else think that um, Zayn Malik's accountant will be crying more than his fans? Do you think, mate? I have no idea. I uh, think it's just you. And apparently, uh, get some news for Jeremy Clarkson. A P forty five is not a new make of Jaguar. <laughs> it's true. It's I true. Like that. And on that bombshell. Tonight on the Top Gear, I could be the new Top Gear presenter. Me and you could do it. Oh, yeah. Why don't we put ourselves forward? Do it. Because yeah. I always ridicule you because the way you look yeah, and act and behave, especially yeah, in them. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we could do it together. It'd be great, wouldn't it? We We'd could be get, up for that. Who could we? And you know the other person who'd have to join us? Who? Pete. <laughs> he'd, he'd have to be our, our token person that we can be horrible to. Why don't we just do our own version of it and stick it on YouTube? Well, like, like Rainbow did. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to tweet that out today and say, who needs Jeremy Clarkson and Richard May when, when Rainbow have done a brilliant... I think he might have played it slightly too late, though. Some people under the table looked over last Did night. Did they? <laughs> no. Especially when he said, Oh, yeah, the other thing is, it's flipping fast. <laughs> <laughs> have you got to shoot off after this? You have, haven't you? Uh, relatively quickly. You need to watch it with me. I need to... I, well, I'm supposed to be going for a run. It's absolutely the last thing on this planet I want to do. What's the thing? Why are you doing it? Uh, a couple of reasons. Hey, I'm fat. Um, I'm fat? Uh, well, I've got the half marathon coming up. I'm nice, you know, I need to get my miles in. A friend of mine did the Reading one last week. Did it in 157 something. He was... <laughs> he, he was uh, really pleased with that. 157? I don't know, I've done. I've only done two. 153, I did. That's not really that fast. It's uphill, though, over a mountain. Yeah, that's mine was as well. All uphill, the whole yeah. circuit. Yeah, and you just kept no going out. Yeah. yeah, there's no downhill at all. Yeah. True story. Oh, <laughs> um, 47-year-old Steve Easterbrook has become the first Brit to cross the pond and take over as chief executive of McDonald's in America. Wow. So with a Brit in charge of the massive fast food firm, what changes can we expect to see here? So there's, there's some ideas that I came up with. Okay. And, and feel free to not interrupt at all. all. Right, I won't because I, won't I can't find it. So maybe you can do the one after the other one. So uh, instead of saying, uh, have a nice day to customers, customers will say, say, there you go. God, I hate my job. Is it time to go yet? Oh, I see. And then French fries, uh, they could be renamed uh, Weedy Chips because that's what they are. Yeah, customers will be ordered to queue properly like Brits and McDonald's outlets and not just crowd around the counters like they do at the moment. <laughs> and uh, with a Brit in charge, the Big Mac recipe will be changed, won't it, to make it even more bland, uh, which I know is hard, but they'll probably do it by removing the flavoursome gherkins. Oh, indeed. And the term go large will be dropped because all Brits think Americans are already large. He'll replace it with go larger. Oh, I like that. And about the fillet of fish, we yes. can replace that with the uh, fat fish finger with knobs on. Because <laughs> that's what it is. Uh, the MC prefix on all their meals like McNugget and so on will be dropped because the new boss is English and is suspicious of any food that sounds Scottish. Absolutely. And you'll have to wait 15 minutes for everything you've ordered before it's handed you by a surly looking bloke with spots who ends up giving you the wrong meal. Because <laughs> that's the British way. It is. Say that in an Al Murray voice. Because yeah. that's the British way. It is. It is. <laughs> there we go. Indeed. Because <sighs> that's what it is. That's what will happen. You know it will. Fruit pastry for the ladies. Yeah. Is that him? Yeah, that's him. Good. <laughs> uh, Beyonce is wanted to star in Bradley Cooper's directional uh, di- directoral debut. Yeah, did you know that? Direct- Ed Sheeran has confirmed he split with Athena Andrelos. Is that a woman? Sounds like it. It's not his record label, is it called Athena? I don't think so. Okay. 
Yeah, all right, we'll give him that. Okay. And, uh, yeah, man who crashed into Jennifer Lopez's Rolls-Royce last September has pleaded no... Last September? Last what, sorry, was that? Has pleaded no contest to drink driving. Does that mean he did it? I if don't he know. Pleads I, no contest. I, I, don't, I don't have no idea. It's American made-up stuff, isn't it? Oh, yeah. It's been 16 years, but Leftfield are finally returning with a third album entitled Alternative Light Source, featuring a variety of collaborations. Oh, and then our mate Liam oh. has reached the child support settlement... With the mother of his love child. Whoa, indeed. Have Lewis... loved children? Uh, only 12. Okay. 12. Uh, Lewis Tomlinson has pr- uh, praised the One Direction fans for helping him through a crazy couple of days. There we go. Okay. Can I just do the Madonna ones? Yep, well? yep, yep. So her obnoxious, in quotes, entourage made the atmosphere go, made the atmosphere on. Oh, sorry. On the Ellen DeGeneres show. Oh, here really we go. awkward. I know. It's these new glasses. Megan Trainer is hoping to help empower women with curbs by partnering with full beauty brands for a series of fashion and lifestyle projects. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. We keep it going? Yeah. Miley Cyrus shared a gruesome picture of her extracted teeth laid on a table on Instagram before adding a selfie, which showed her tucked to be bed in a hooded jumper recovering. Crazy, crazy woman. Uh, Morrissey pulled out of an interview on Alan Carr Chatty Man just hours before taping was due to begin on Wednesday as transport issues stopped him from travelling from Belfast to London time for filming. Oh, absolutely. I did next one, but I have no clue what it means. Nay Yo wants to work with Adele and Sam Smith. Uh, Ollie Murs ran into a TV studio to get a picture with Russell Crowe only to discover the actor had pre-recorded his interview. <laughs> and Pitbull, that's the artist, not the dog, has yes. landed his own satellite radio channel. Excellent. And Rochelle Humes wants to design a maternity line. And Gene Simmons, oh. the legend, has accused you two of the Rolling Stones of relying heavily on backing tracks at their gigs. Naughty. Naughty. naughty all very, very naughty. naughty. <laughs> Indeed, because we're like, we're on fire. See how much slick around with some glasses on. Uh, exactly. And they look lovely as well. They uh, Maybe during this song, which... Um, I look like a... Some sort of nightmarish librarian. Yeah, yeah and that as well. Exactly. Yeah. Um, another song that we're going to play now, this is from a band called Hot Gossip. <gasps> didn't, oh, didn't Hot Gossip? Sarah Brightman. Yeah, Hot Gossip. They weren't the ones that went on to become um, Clout, were they? Who? Clout. What? <laughs> C-L-O-U-T. See, I'm I'll be a substitute whenever I want you. Well, it's going to be a big challenge, and I'm not going to want to do it, but I'll research hot gossip on the internet for you, you could, and please. see what I can find. We wouldn't hurt you, would it? Ooh, so what's this one, then? Arcadia, oh, something about spaceships or thingies. Roger, spots. Roger, 99. Okay, what's our tea kettle barbecue over? <laughs> what's our vector, Victor? Do we have Clarence Clarence? Roger, Roger. <laughs> I have no idea. Okay. Z- 99 or 0, Roger. Roger the Dodger, Roger. I've Bit of 70s disco now. Oh, go on. Sorry, you speak. I, f- I take my headphones off.
Oh, that's a great song, isn't it? Don't you think? That's dated. It takes me back a bit now. It's got a 70s feel to it. Of course, it wasn't... It was Starship was the name of the one that went from clout to Starship. Ah. So I've done some research, tough though that was. So they were... No, they didn't. Go se- on. 74 to 86, British dance troupe. Troupe? Troupe. <laughs> that's like a, a hairy dance. Uh, he made television appearances uh, originally in Kenny Everett's show. Remember Not from Top of the Pops, then. I can't see anything to do with them being on Top of the Pops. Well, how bizarre. So I don't think they were. Well, there you go. Kenny Everett video show. So that was their kind of big hit, wasn't it? Yeah, it's very good. It's very good. That's right. Yeah, I like that. Anytime. What, uh, I wonder what Pete thought thinks about it. Pete, what, uh, what do you think about it, mate? Let us know. Red, red sauce on mine. Cheers. Yeah. Thanks. Okay, you freak. <laughs> <laughs> Bacon. <laughs> bacon. Give him bacon. Um, I think it's time we did our interesting fact, actually. Really? Um, yeah, putting collies on the curriculum to get kids to eat more veg. Are you a collies person? Are you a veg person? Are you a brackish person, Paul? I, um, I sort of am. I can only... I do eat cauliflower, but you know what I do with it? They make you whiff off, don't they? Terrible. I, I steam it. Yeah. Oh, right. And then I put some butter with it, and then oh. I mash it up, and I have it instead of mashed potato. Oh, what a good idea. So Karen does that. She puts um, swede... And stuff like that, and we have um, we have that yellow mashed potato from Tesco's. It's really nice, creamy. Yellow mashed potato. Yeah, it's not green. It's not collies actually. If you're on a healthy, low-carb or gluten-free diet, then you're probably already familiar with the health and taste benefits of cauliflower, roasted raw or made into rice. It's been identified as one of the current big food trends. But now there's a call to put cauliflower on the curriculum in the southwest so that children learn to love collies. And other brassicas like broccoli and swede at a very early age. Yes, according to research published by the Brassica Growers Association, more than 75% of people say they think children should be taught more in schools about brassica vegetables and how to use them. Why is it so important to eat your greens? What is a brassica? How popular are your brassicas? We've gone the wrong way around now. Yes. How important is it to get children? children at an early age to eat brassicas. We have so much choice. With imported vegetables, how does it affect the popularity of brassicas? And why has cauliflower become so popular recently? Well, I don't know, but Matthew Rawson, chairman of the Brassica Growers Association, does. Let's hear what he's got to say, Paul. All right. Music, news and information for South Gloucester. Show me. 7FM. Hi, I'm Matthew Rawson. I'm the chairman of the Brassica Growers Association. Uh, I'm Aaron Craze. Uh, I'm a chef and one of Jamie Oliver's protégés. And we're here today to discuss the Love Your Green campaign, which is to raise the profile of our brassica vegetables. The word brassica describes the family of vegetables, which are Brussels sprouts, cauliflower, kale, broccoli, swede, cabbages, so many good nutritional green vegetables. We found with the work we've undertaken as the Brassica Growers Association, 75% of people think that children should be taught more in schools about brassica vegetables and how to use them, and vegetables in general. 5% of parents confess that their children never eat their greens. So Love Your Greens is the promotional campaign that we're using as the Brassica Growers Association. Tragically, brassicas are in decline, and it's all just about raising the profile of the crops we grow, how simple they are to use, how nutritional they are, and just trying to uh, reconnect again with, with younger generations. You know, kids are growing... So they're growing physically, um, you know, they grow emotionally. But, you know, they really, to grow well and to be strong, they need to eat the right things. And, you know, I believe that, you know, 80% of of your growth is to do with, um, and intelligence is to do with what you eat, really. Do you know what I mean? You are what you eat. So, you know, vegetables, brassica vegetables in particular, 
Um, I've got so much calcium, iron. Do you know what I mean? There's a lot of strength there. It's also, you know, prevents a lot of, um, you know, serious illnesses and stuff like that. So we need to start pushing the brassica ve- vegetables and just sort of say, look, they are fun. You can get creative. They're versatile. They're really good for you. And you need them. You do need them. As a chef, you get, you know, you're creative. Children are creative. Um, and you know with children, if, you, if you're making, if you get them to make something, like say, for instance, you make them, I don't know, cauliflower cheese, they're, they're more reluctant to eat it because you've made it for them. If they're getting involved and they make it, once it's baked and cooked, they're like, they want to be the first one to eat it because they done it. Do you know what I mean? So it is getting it's it's getting them to, in, to interact and take part in sort of the whole process. Do you know what I mean? And uh, and I think that that that's the thing with children. It's a, a lot a lot to do with psychology with children. And you're not you're not fooling them into it, but you sort of are in a good way for their for their benefit. Do you know what I mean? So it's getting them involved and you know teaching them that there's more things you can do. You can even make desserts with with um, brassica vegetables. So you know what I mean? <laughs> Kale shakes, um, you know, cauliflower ice cream, cauliflower creme brulee. There's, there's so much you can do. The tuck-in competition is it's an opportunity for you to um, get creative, create like a nice, healthy, exciting um, dish with a brassica vegetable. The top 30 runners-up will you know, get a chance to be in the, in, in the in the cookbook that's coming out. That's quite exciting. You know, get your get your recipe into a cookbook. You can make cakes. You can make soups. Even lovely soups with with um, cabbages. You know, there's different types. So many different types of cabbages. Like sweetheart cabbages, and do you know what I mean, there's so many different types and varieties of them um, to get involved in. And and it's it's being creative. That's the main thing. Do you know what I mean? It's it's all about being creative, and that's why I'm here. If you check out the website, you'll you'll see that one cabbage. Yeah, I mean, look at Charlie in the chocolate factory. He lived off cabbage. He's running. He's ru- he's running his own. He's running his own chocolate factory now. Charlie, do you know what I mean? That's that, the dream. That that is what that's what it's done to him. His brains have just grown from that from the cabbage. With all the imported vegetables that are available and and that come in into the country, the 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 new vegetables, if you like, are there because people want them. So that challenges us as growers to um, to look for new varieties, to to focus on nutrition, to focus on on health, to focus on sweetness, to focus on taste. Uh, we can either sit back and sort of watch our industry brassicas go into decline, or we can fight. We can think out of the box um, and create and work with seed companies and create beautiful new produce and uh, like do what we're discussing here today. Work with raise the profile, work with great chefs, get the message out there. That's what we do. For more information on the Love Your Green campaign, search for www.loveyourgreens.co.uk and also find us on Twitter and Facebook. Are you going to get a bacon on or what? Music and news for South Gloucester. Apologies for that. That uh, just never is You can't help it, can he? You can't help it at all. Well, thanks, Ben. I know I was feeling a bit dozy before you put that on, and that's really perked me up. Yeah, thanks. That's my pleasure. I do try and please. I'm going to fight for me, Brassicas. 25 minutes later, I get dressed and try again. <laughs> What's that? I said I should certainly fight for me, Brassicas. 
What's the matter? Just hit it with my finger. How do you do that? I hit it on the there. electric shock. No, 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 no. Right. No, no. Uh, ten, well, actually, 13 things you didn't know this time last week. Over half of parents now believe that it's acceptable for children to miss school in order to get a better holiday deal. Absolutely. Don't point at me. Almost I'm not a third of right the page. world's top 100 richest people have no degree whatsoever. No, neither have I. 7% of us can't snap our fingers. Are we on to world quickies? No. <sighs> a league table of the unhealthiest high streets has named Preston as the UK's worst offender. Ch- Cheltenham's right up there, isn't it? It's Page one of the 15. Top 10. Thank you. 13. It's like batting 14. with a monkey strapped on your back. Ah, yeah. Number okay. five. Uh, 41% of, all of women have a favourite side of their face. I love that. Have they got a favourite side of your face, like <laughs> yeah, the back of it? the back, yeah. <laughs> Go on, do another, because you can uh, An app's been released to stop you using your phone when you've had too many. That's as good. And end up calling and texting people you shouldn't. Oh, yes, that's, have I'm you ever done that? that? Yeah, no. Well, don't do it again. Never, ever, ever. Sorry about that picture. Okay. Was it... Was it, um... Uh, no, it wasn't, was uh, it? It was no. a brassica. Okay. <laughs> okay, up. that's good, because I thought it was a, a sort of pork-related... Um, <laughs> anyway, six of men... Six, six of men... <laughs> That'd be a great name for a band. Brilliant, that's good. Six of men. Six percent of men have painted their fingernails. Well, there's two of us in here, so that means you must have done, because I haven't. No, exactly. Not have you me. done yours? Oh, what do you mean, have I done mine? Look. Oh, yeah. That's I bite mine. Oh. And all my fingers are the same length on that hand. Oh, my God. And I've got a funny thumb. Yeah, that's not your thumb. Okay. Uh, yeah, you have, haven't you? <laughs> oh, no. uh, the next series of Downton Abbey will be the last. Woohoo! Yes. A power nap lasting around 45 minutes can improve your memory live-fold. Five-fold. <laughs> I can't read. Didn't improve your eyes there. Saying that I don't need glasses on. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. go on. Uh, one in four primary school age children have seen upsetting material online. Ryanair are ditching their trumpet sound they play when they land on time, <laughs> as customers hate it. I thought they only, I'd only been on one flight and they did that, and I thought it was because we'd had a bit of a rough flight and they were just glad to be down. <laughs> they landed correctly, yeah. not upside down. Uh, anyway, David Beckham lets Victoria address him 99% of the time. And 85% of Brits can pinpoint where Sheffield is on a UK map. Can't. I was I just thinking then, do I correct that or not? 85% of Brits can't pinpoint where Sheffield is no. on the UK map, nor can I. No. I can't, I can't do Gloucester, I can't do Bristol. Can't you? Of course I can. It's right. the, where it, just where the... Seven. It all comes together. Yeah. Absolutely. That's what it's called, the... Is that, yeah. Yeah. Oh, a true, true story. story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Weird, um, or two sweet pet names are you or someone you know guilty. This is my cat, Mr. Fluff Butter Tinkle Toes. Oh, dear. Where, where are you on now? I don't know. Joe Brand joined Twitter yesterday. Her first name was Hello, the Twitter. Uh, I am Joe Brand. Who's your favourite person to follow on Twitter of late, and why? Um, oh, I don't know. I don't use Twitter a lot. So there's no more Top Gear, ever. Does that mean the fastest celebrity around the track will for- forever be Ollie Murs? I'm not sure how I feel about that, Paul. How, oh, how do yeah. you feel about that? Is that the star in a reasonably priced car or yeah. something they do? Yeah, exactly. Never mind Jeremy Clarkson or someone leaving One Direction. The big showbiz news of the week is the next series of Downton Abbey will be the last. What's your big news of the week, Paul? Like, Which, in your home, trumps all three? I What's happened your week? In, in your week? I don't know. I, we, we, have you turned three pages? What have page you done? Page Hang on, we were on page 15 a minute ago. We were going backwards. I just turned it over, that's all. It's just simple, Paul. Simple. Where are you now? Oh, never mind Jeremy Clarkson. We've done that one. I'm lost. Oh, don't worry. Oh, I got it. Yeah, that one there. This is where a couple of you met playing golf. Hang on, let's just sit down, Paul. Sit down, have a... a, That's it. You're stressing me out here. Okay. 
A couple who met playing a golfing game on the Xbox have just celebrated <gasps> 10 years together after she moved 3,000 miles from Wales Isn't to be it? with him in America. Did you meet your partner in unusual circumstances, Andy? Yeah, I met her in a zoo. Uh, we, I was drunk, I was laying down in my own sick, and uh, Karen came along to um, feed the pigeons. Which enclosure were you in? Uh, it was the uh, monkey enclosure, that's and lovely. Karen uh, is a monkey, so um, that's why. <laughs> Surprise, she was feeding the pigeons at the time. <laughs> it's a true story. Absolutely. Would you like me to do the last one now? I've found the page. I don't know, go on then. When did you, oh, I know the answer to this. When did you last get hot-headed behind the wheel? Oh, do you know, I thought I said hot-rodded. <laughs> <laughs> That's I remember fast, that. Fast car. Yeah. Insurers say incidents of road rage have risen by nearly 60% in the last three years. What are some of the worst examples you've seen? What did you call me? <laughs> um, you got road rage last night and you weren't even driving. Because that oh, bloke put his lights on full at I, me. Uh, yeah, I did, didn't I? I started, yeah. started taking over, didn't I? You did, you did your usual thing, reaching over, trying to put my... You, you were trying to put my lights on full. I was. To dazzle him. Yeah, I was. To te- teach him a lesson. You used to do some terrible things when I was driving. Remember that time when I was driving and I took my steering wheel off and gave it you? Yeah. That, that was, was funny. One. That was terrible. That was really good, though, because the people in the back didn't... They started screaming, didn't they? No, no, I was screaming. I was in the passenger seat. I know, you were passenging. Like, would you like another little list of things that you might have used to do that you've forgotten about? Go on, then. So one thing you used to do was beat my horn a lot. Oh, yeah. Especially if an old bloke was kind of trying to cross the road and I'd waited. You'd lean over the passenger seat and you'd go, beep! That would really cheese them off because they thought it was me and I'm <laughs> sat there like... <laughs> so you used to do that quite a lot. You oh, used and to, um, stick my fingers through as well, yeah. the car next door. Yeah, you used to do that. You'd take it out of gear when you were driving and put it in neutral. That's so it. the engine would just go... <laughs> <laughs> you can keep going. Um, what else did you used to do? Uh, so that I, I kind of took this on and, and did the same sort of thing. So one thing I did... Yeah, if you remember my friend John from years ago. Took ages to do everything. He was going to put petrol in, got out of the car. You might have done this to me. Faffing about for ten minutes, faffing, pressing buttons. By the time we'd done that, I'd taken the handbrake off and rolled the car back six feet. That's it. At which point the, the hose wouldn't, wouldn't reach. reach the car. That's it. Yeah, yeah, you had yeah. to go and put it back in the thing. Yeah. Get back in the car, it. drive it forward. Yeah. So that went down well. Yeah, that was a good one. Um, and then the old one we used to say about where you'd bang your foot on the brake... And thump the door yeah. and pretend someone had gone into you. That's right. That worked quite well. I did well. that with Steve Durham once and he, he, I let my foot off the clutch as I did it. I went, God, I looked in the mirror and I went, God, that bloke's coming out really fast. He ain't going to stop. And then as I did that, I banged the door and just let my foot off the clutch and the car just rolled <laughs> forward. And he got out to have a go at the bloke behind. <laughs> I went, what are you doing? <laughs> Get back in. Ah, you're a little rascal. Oh, we used you, to really? laugh. Didn't we? Remember we yeah. used to laugh like that? Yeah. It's a long, long time ago. Long time ago. No. Time for a song. Wow. Um, it is, because we've had quite a happy hour, haven't we, for the last sort of hour, do you I've think? I've woken up a bit now. You yeah. have, you're not so boring yeah, anymore. No, it's exactly. coming to. Time for this, then, a bit of House Martins and happy hour, because that's where me and Paul are. Isn't that true, Paul? Indeed. Exactly. What a good place to be Don't believe it Cause you speak a different language And it's never Sound me up again Don't believe it Oh no Cause it's never Sound me up again No It's another Night up with a boss Following in footsteps Overcome by moss And it's hard to Great women growing trees And if you catch a mark That will land upon the knees Where they open up the wallets And they close all the minds And they love to buy you all a drink And if we ask 
Probably a good place to be. Don't believe us. Good place to be. Don't believe us. Speak a different language and it's never really happened to me. Don't believe us. Oh no, 'cause it's never been happened to me. Don't believe us. Don't believe us. Don't believe us. There you go. We've done a bit of a song now. We're going to do another song now. This one is Harold Melvin. Do you remember that, Paulie boy? No. You do. Go on, then. You remember this? I don't recognise this, actually. You do. You recognise it. It's coming up. It's coming up. Don't leave me this way. Oh, yeah. It sounds like a woman, though, doesn't he? Yeah, I know this song. You do know it? How, how well do you know it, Paul? On a scale of 1 to 12. 13. There you go. We'll be back after this and we're going to do the front pages, so hold your horses and have a cup of coffee while this is on. Don't leave me this way I can't survive Can't stay alive Without your love Don't leave me this way No I can't exist Surely Away. Yeah. A broken man 
visit www.7fm.com to get the latest news, local sport and brand new music. Yeah, I don't actually because they're, they're on there. No, I don't know why I bother. It's a stupid jingle. Don't really like it. Yep. Yeah, well, I'll sit in it. You know what time it is now? No. It's time that we did the news. What's going on? I just played two bits of music oh. for a laugh. <laughs> just to see what would happen. And it did. Whatever happened, happened. Let's do the news. What's that? I don't know. <laughs> what sort of, that is a rubbish accent. Let's do the news. What is that? I don't know. Stop it now. I think I might be Irish, but I'm not sure. You're not Irish. Do you not sure? No. No. I think you sound Indian. I might do. Okay. So today, newspapers headlines, German wings crash, co-pilot ill, yet allowed to fly. Papers continue to puzzle over the state of mind over Andreas Lubitz, the co-pilot believed to have brought down a German wings plane over the French Alps on Tuesday. The Guardian is among those leading on the story, visiting a Burger King restaurant in Montebur, Western Germany, where the manager says Mr Lubitz was a dependable employee, earning £290 a month before quitting to join Lufthansa. When the flyer had reappeared in 2009, the fast food boss asked how things were going. To be told, too much stress, I'm going to take a break. According to the Daily Mirror, the discovery of torn-up sick notes signed by two separate doctors covering the day the plane crashed suggests Mr Lubitz kept a deadly secret. It ventures he never told his superiors that he'd been deemed unfit to fly as he feared he would be stripped of his pilot's licence. The Times hears from psychologists who suggest Mr Lubitz may have thought about his actions beforehand. One says if he is a mass killer who has thought about doing this, he may have rehearsed it in his mind, even possibly practising on a home flight simulator. Despite this, says the Telegraph, Telegraph, the co-pilot went on a spending spree and bought a pair of performance sports cars in the days before he caused one of the worst air disasters in living memory. The Daily Express says the captain on flight 4U9525 used an axe from the plane's safety equipment to try to smash down the cockpit door from the inside, locked by the inside by Mr Lubitz, while his senior had gone to the toilet. The Daily Mail says he used a crowbar, as the axe would have been in the cockpit, but whatever the instrument, his efforts were to no avail. This isn't the first case of a reinforced cabin door installed to project, prevent hijackings, keeping the good guys out, according to the independent Simon Calder. However, two previous incidents involving a rogue pilot may have been overlooked because they both involved African airlines. He adds, and that is your newspapers today on 7FM. It's Saturday, the 28th of March. It's 9.56. This is 7FM. We don't get done by the BBC for using their uh, copyright material. No, we won't. Do you don't think? It's not BBC, it's a piece of music, isn't it? Uh, well, let's write some music. Okay, well, let's do it. I tried to rip that off and find it uh, the other, last week when I did my show, and I ended up doing some 1920s BBC <laughs> newsreel that was... <laughs> right, it's coming to the end of the show, Paul, so get out. All right, bye. Bye. See what I did there? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah it's very good. Uh, we just had a message from Dr. Phil. By the way, 28th of the March, Radio Caroline started broadcasting from the former Danish ferry Frederica, Fredericia, in the North Sea. That was 1964. We weren't even born then. No. Phil was 28, I think, wasn't he? Yeah, at least. Um, unfortunately, I can't read the rest because I've got to unlock my iPhonings. It says here that was uh, in the North Sea off the coast of England. Wow, thanks, Phil, and thanks for great... I really enjoyed Phil's... I know you've said he's boring and you don't like him, <laughs> and he smells of irony, um, but I think he's great and I love him in ways he would understand. But anyway, it's time to go. It is. So we're going to go out with a bit of Happy Mondays and Kinky Afro. Do you like Brilliant. that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, good I've song. got one. You have indeed. Yeah. This is me saying goodbye. This is him saying goodbye. And this is you saying hello, I love you. Hello. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.
Across Gloucester and around the world at 7fm.com and 7fm.com.